Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week is episode 118. 118. So 118, just like the guys with moustaches. And we are talking about Walt Disney today. He had a moustache. That's, that's true, yeah, so stick around if you want any more. Well, hello once again, Dad, uh, to week 118. 118, that's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, soon you'll. Uh, will you stop saying the one one? Yeah, whatever, probably when it gets 120. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We discussed it. It's an early one. Or did we really? Or yeah. we're repeating ourselves now? Are we? Yeah, when it's 120, I probably won't say it. But 130, I might say it again. Oh, because it will sound like 113. Yeah. Okay then. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not uh, too what's bad. What's your name? Sorry. My name's Connor. And who are you? I am a a, a blonde-haired bloke. A blonde-haired bloke. With blue oh, eyes. Blue eyes. Yep. And I've got a beard. And you've got a beard. Oh. And I'm your son. Yes, you are my son. Who are you? I am David. Uh, I am uh, 55 years old. I'm a silver fox. I've got a little bit of a beard. Um, blue eyes. Um, and that's about it. About like the fact you've gone with silver fox. Silver fox. Yeah, you've still got brown hair. It's weird. I tell you what, it does bother me now because I've I've come to terms with going grey. Yeah, right. And I'd quite like it actually. It doesn't. It doesn't. I think your hair all. is a good a good mixture between it's like, like it's grey on the sides, salt and pepper. But what it does, what? salt and pepper. What it does is I, yeah, when just the top. It. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> just saying. It still don't make any sense. The top is a bit sort of like brown. It makes me look like I'm wearing a syrup sometimes. I think. Syrup? Syrup and fig. Wig. Wig, right. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, because, but I guess I wouldn't want it all to be grey. I don't know. I don't know. It's not all grey. you got a grey beard. I've got a grey beard. I've got grey temples. Yeah. Um, and I uh, think it goes back around the back of the head. Turn around. Turn turn your head. Keep turning. Keep turning. You see, it, the, the your brownness dips down. There's still a bit of grey towards the bottom. Is it? Your brownness dips down. My brownness dips down. Yep. Right, okay. <laughs> but other than that, I'm quite happy with what's left of my hair. I wonder if I... you're my dad. I am your dad, yeah. yeah. I wonder if I'll lose my <laughs> hair. Just checking. Because what about you in my room? Yeah, no, I am your dad, yeah. Um, I've got identification and everything. Can you show I, me? Uh, I could do, but I'm not going to. I hope that my hair stays enough time to go silver all the way over. Oh. 
rather than grey, but silver. Um, I thought because you were going to say, a, I hope my hair stays long enough no, for like, f- an event to happen. No, no, no. Well, it is an event for it to totally go grey because I've got a horrible feeling that it will disappear before it gets a chance. And that will be a travesty. Um, anything happened to you this week? Anything exciting? How are you feeling? You feeling good? You feeling upbeat? West Ham won again today. It did, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they won in the week as well. They won in the week, yes. Yeah, That's yeah. twice so in one week. Good, you know, we they should won. be up. We should be happy. We should be pleased. Yeah. A little bit tired, I think. Yeah, I'm very tired, yeah. Are you very tired? Yeah, I'm very oh, tired. Right, okay. Yeah. All right. But I'm okay. You're okay. Good. Yep. Glad to hear. I've been yep. running a little bit this week because I've got a race tomorrow. Are you looking forward to it? Uh, I'm a little bit nervous because I haven't really done anything like this for a while. See, normally we've done this quite a few times where we record just before you go race next day. Yeah. So you could listen to this whilst running. I could listen and I did look and you are allowed to wear headphones. You um, won't be though. Earpods, ear, ear not headphones. I'm not going to wear headphones. Um, no, I probably won't anyway. You probably, probably can so wear headphones. Uh, yeah, maybe. But um, yes, a little bit nervous. Haven't been running for that long again and had a few little bit blips in the road uh bumps realized in the it's road almost even. a year since the london marathon i didn't we, we realized this earlier on yeah that it's almost a year since i ran the london marathon that seems like more than a year ago in and many many ways i got a pb it was it yeah. was an absolutely incredible day. Like huh? why do you keep talking like that why do i keep talking about just it just keep going high pitched do i yeah all right okay <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing i did <laughs> want to cover <laughs> 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 well you keep saying about the way I say things. So when I come to the end of a sentence or when, when I want us to stop a certain bit, apparently I just sort of towel off. Yeah. Um, and then now you're telling me I'm going high pitch, so I really don't know what to say about it all. Um, Knickerbocker Glory. Do you remember our conversation yep. about Knickerbocker Glories? Yeah, we discussed it with mum afterwards the podcast as well. Yeah, ex- exactly. Now, it's something that in the UK... We used to be able to get from something called a wimpy bar. <laughs> um, They've still got wimpies. Yep. They don't do Knickerbocker Glories anymore. What, in the wimpies? No. They do in Harvester, don't they? No. No. They do sort of Sundays and things like that, but they don't do Knickerbocker Glories. And in fact... How about Beef Eaters? L- no, not in Beef Eaters at all. In ah. fact, they've got a very small so section <laughs> they for don't, We don't know if they do be, uh, Knickerbocker Glories Well, they glories do Knickerbocker Glories in... Pla- we have a very famous... Uh, ice cream Carvery. Uh, parlor in Southend. It's quite quite famous around the world, actually, uh, called Rossi's. Rossi, yeah. Um, and they do a Knickerbocker Glory in there. But I think you have to go to particular places to get it now. It's not something that's fairly mainstream. So that might Did have you check the Beefy website? Yes, I did. Yeah. When If you look at my search history, it looks like I'm looking for somewhere to eat and looking at all the menus in those different places. Also... We said Knickerbocker, it's it's a British thing. I think it originated in America by the look of it when I looked into it. Um, uh, to be fair, that makes Knickerbocker sense Hotel. Do they call them Knickers? Uh, they call them Bockers. Oh, right, that might be where it's yeah. come from. Or so Glories. They, there you go, yeah. Uh, so I was, you know, it's not something that you can just go out and get anywhere now. So there you go, a little bit of, a, bit of information there about Knickerbocker Glories. You pleased with that? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Shall we talk about the main event then? Uh, yeah, so uh, we're talking about moustaches today. Yeah. Um, and different types of moustache. Yeah. Uh, you've got moustache? I have. I've got moustache. No, I don't think I've got a moustache, though. 
And we're not talking about moustaches, <laughs> by the way, just in case you thought, oh, I thought this was the Walt Disney one. Um, but just on that point, I don't feel like I've got a moustache. Yeah, I've got a moustache. No, I've got a beard. I think if you've only got a moustache if you've just got a moustache. You've got a moustache as part of your beard. Yeah, but it's a beard. But there's still moustache there. It's incorporating a moustache. But the moustache would only be a moustache if I didn't have the beard bit. Okay, so if you shaved off the moustache part of your beard, what have you got? A beard. Okay, so have you got a beard and moustache? Well, no. <laughs> if you shaved what off I'm the beard is, part, if you shaved off the beard part of your beard, I'd have a moustache. Okay. Right. So why can't you? I don't know. I'm just saying. It's it's these are the things that I yeah. Moustache is part of your beard. Yeah, but it's still called a moustache. Well, if someone said to have you got a beard? I wouldn't say, yeah, I've got a beard and a moustache. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, but if someone, if someone says, beard. have you got a moustache, what do you say? No, I've got a beard. Oh, <laughs> and they'll just assume. So if, if you did this without physically seeing someone, they might just assume that you've got no hair on your upper lip. Do you reckon? Yeah. I, I, well, I probably wouldn't say no. I'd probably say, well, I've got a beard. Incorporating your moustache. <laughs> yes. Look. Okay. Well, so, who didn't have a beard? Paul Disney. Walt Disney didn't have a beard. He was just mustachioed. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about Walt Disney. Yeah, because it falls in line with something. And what is it that it falls in line with? I'll be honest, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's hideous. Oh, wasn't it the opening of Disneyland? Um, no, I doubt it. Why? Because you've got the... I think I've looked it up, yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. Talks, no, no, it say didn't. something. Disneyland di- opened uh, in July se- on the July 17th, 1955, so it's not that. So, really, I'm surprised um, that you don't... But it was yeah. the opening of Walt Disney World... As of the 1st of October, so when this podcast releases. Ah, so it's the anniversary of Disney World, the one we've been to many, many times. Yes. Okay, so that makes more sense. Thanks for that. Otherwise, that was going to get quite confusing. So, we're going to talk about Walt Disney. That's the whole reason we did this particular podcast. It was, and we'd forgotten already. Because we were too uh, bothered about moustaches. So, he did have a moustache, but he wasn't born with a moustache. No. No. Because that'd be weird. It would. Because it caused some issues with friction, wouldn't it? It would, it would. Um, he was born on the on the fifth of December, nineteen oh one, in Chicago, the Windy City. For some reason, they call it the Windy City. Very um, fortunate. He was the offspring of Elias and Flora, who already had three boys. Uh, Roy being one of them, and they had two more. Okay, they're not <laughs> named. Well, I did have names, but. Roy is the one that he worked with. Roy, Dis- no, Roy Disney. So his Roy name was, his and then uh, there was um, Downtown yeah. Disney, his brother, <laughs> yeah, and, and Euro's Disney. Oh, right. <laughs> Disney, his other brother. That's it. Yeah, Hollywood I remember Studios. That. Yes, that was the one. Um, so, but this this is the thing. So Elias is his dad because his full name is Walter Elias Disney, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. And that that's this is the interesting part because everyone you think of Walt Disney, and I think when everyone thinks of Walt Disney nowadays, they don't tend to think of Walter Elias Disney. They tend to think of Walt Disney the company. And and this is probably worth mentioning that this podcast is primarily probably focused on 
it it was starting to focus on Walt Disney the person yeah. and how his legacy became Walt Disney. So it doesn't just focus on the company. I yeah. think we're talking about the beginnings of the Walt Disney company. Yeah, talking about his journey to that yeah. point. I mean, there's no secret the fact we love Disney in all elements of Disney, to the TV yeah. shows, to the films, to the actual theme parks. Because he, he died prior to the... Because we're talking about because this coincides with when Walt Disney World opened, which yeah. is the Florida park uh, magic kingdom in florida however um and two of the hotels that were there as well but he died before that was happening but it was still a big project for him wasn't it 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 was a it was a big project for him and all of these have been uh sort of i don't know visions that he had but from i mean from an early age i mean he he did have a sister by the way i just wanted to fill that in uh, his sister was called Ruth. She was his little sister um, because she was born after him. Because and because she was, she named was a baby, <laughs> <laughs> so she was little. Uh, and she was named after the uh, roof of the house. Yes, she was. Yes, um, his father used to move around for work. Um, I think he drove a bus. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, his his father was one of these people that could put his <laughs> he's, he put uh, put he put his mind to anything, right? So he had various jobs, uh, but I think he, he did different bits and pieces. But one of the main things was, uh, or a sort of had an impact, was he he took over a newspaper. And at that time, a hostile that was, takeover. Or I don't know whether it was hostile or not, but he he bought it out and and it oh, was his so company. he came from money. I don't know if he came from money or not, but this well, was Walt Elias. Disney did. Oh well, there you go then. So well, Walt Disney must have because Elias bought a whole newspaper. Well, I don't know how big a deal that was then, but basically, uh, obviously, you didn't have any other uh, me- uh, media. It still would be media, wouldn't it? So. Everybody got their information from the newspaper. So it was quite a big deal. And that was Walt Disney's first job. So he was quite young, unspecified age, because I thought I'd read it that he was nine, but when I went back to double-check it, I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, But he had his first job delivering papers. Um, I think he struggled a little bit with with life and with what was going on around him. I think it was a fairly large family. I know people had large families there anyway. But he was also showing a interest in art. Um, and what I thought was quite good when I started reading about him was that his parents encouraged him in that area. Now, you, 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 I guess it's, you know, you, you just feel like families at that time would want their children to take up something that would earn money, that would, get a roof over their head and perhaps work giving encourage him to the artwork is quite a precarious sort of thing to do and sort of indulging yeah, in that yeah. sort of thing even though nowadays you'd see that as you know for instance if you had turned around to me and said I really want to go in this direction with something, although to a certain extent get- that the that's the way things were shared back then is you you couldn't just it would it was cheaper to have someone doing art and doing a artist rendition of things rather than to yeah but whether that whether they were 
visionaries themselves or he, they saw that he had the talent to do something that could go somewhere with it or whether they just oh, he made felt that he had a passion for it. Did he make cartoons for the newspaper? He, I don't know if he made cartoons for the newspaper because he was too young at that point. I think later on he uh, started doing um, drawings on the side of... Because he, he worked well, in Well, I think a he, he was a Red cartoonist Cross. in his uh, school newspaper. Oh, in his school newspaper. Oh, yes. there you go, yeah. Um, he idolised his brother, Roy. Not his other brothers, uh, Downtown and Euro. Um, now, Roy was eight, eight years... He's, oh, Roof. He doesn't mention Roof. Eight years his senior. But he eventually left home and went to live with Roy. And I think it was a bit sort of... As you would imagine, if you had your uh, eight-year-old... or if you Eight had your younger, younger brother yeah. turn up and live with you, it could have been a bit of a problem. But they, they seemed to get on and they sort of worked together. And there was always that connection between the two of them, which went through all of their professional careers, really, all yeah. the way to the end as far as Walt Disney was concerned. Um, he tried to join the army in 1918, but was rejected, rejected. because he was too young. Uh, he forged... Um, yeah, he fal- yeah. falsified his papers to get... In and was in the medical division of Red Cross, and that's where he started drawing cartoons on the side of the ambulances and things like that. So he was obviously showing some sort of talent for it. He married Lillian in 1925, and they had a daughter, and some years later adopted another little girl. Um, they adopted as well. They adopted, which at that time yeah, was quite... A big thing, I would imagine. Well, even nowadays, it's still quite a big thing. But it's quite a big thing. But you know, um, I would imagine at that point, I think, without going down that route, his wife and him they had some problems, and I think they had a few miscarriages, and then they had uh, a daughter, and then um, I think they there was a risk for for them to have another baby was a big risk. The doctors told them so. They then adopted, which wonderful wonderful thing to do yeah. I think the, the family unit was pretty tight Father and Sundays present Things You Didn't Know That Happened Ages Ago Did you know that the last year that the guillotine was used as a death penalty in France was the same year as Star Wars was released also, when the pyramids were being built in Egypt, woolly mammoths still roamed the earth. And the year Nintendo was founded as a company, a certain Jack the Ripper was loose and terrorising the locals in Whitechapel. Okay, so, um, he had a few false starts with his businesses. Again, a lot of these were with Roy. Uh, Roy certainly looked at the financial side of it, whereas um, Walt was more the creative. Yeah, it was always, it was even in later uh, development and stuff, he always is done. Basically, he's the one in charge of the money. Mm. Walt was all creative and all like, let's do this, let's do this. And Walt was, uh, Roy was the one that went, Uh, no, hang on a moment. Yeah, (laughs) we can do that. We can't do that. Um, They had the, Kansas City Film Ad Company, first of all. Then there was a Laugh-A-Gram Film Studio. Uh, they did Alice in Cartoon Land, uh, which at the time was fairly unique because they would have... Uh, if you think about something... Like a lot of people have seen things like Mary Poppins, so you've got yeah. uh, 
live action mixed with cartoons mixed with cartoons but that way round that you've got a cartoon world with uh, an actor in it yeah and that was unusual it was it, they had done it but the opposite way round so like uh, a real world with a cartoon in it yeah like who framed Roger Rabbit yeah yeah so so basically um, well that that has both elements in it that particular film as well doesn't it so it does, fairly yeah. fairly unique um Went okay, I think. They made quite a few of them. Uh, but then he moved on and the next thing that he was involved in or one of the big things he was involved in was Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yeah, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. And this is the thing with that one is, wasn't it, It held the, the rights were held by a different company? Well, I think what was normal then was the distributor had the rights to it. Yeah. So his distributor, I think, after the first season or a number that they'd done for hang on this is really popular um i've got the rights to this he i think uh said that he not only was he not going to pay him the same money or or more money for it, it was going to pay him less and also that he, he ended up taking half his staff as well and and bringing them into the his company yeah. so it was all a bit and so they so basically Walt Disney, Walt Disney's first creation in terms of big kind of characters like that. Everyone assumes it's well, Steamboat Willie, then Mickey yeah. Mouse, whatever. Um, in in reality, it is Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, and that's something that's come actually in recent history has come back under the Walt Disney pictures. Has it really? Yeah, I they they that. now own the rights of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Once oh right, again. okay. Because they do you remember um, there was a video game called um, Epic Mickey. Oh yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. And the whole intention of that is you go into this like lost world. It's like a, it's like the Disney theme parks. Yeah, they're all like falling apart and stuff like that because Mickey spilled this ink all over it, and um, and then he gets sucked yeah, it's into a really it good and game, stuff like actually. that. Actually, I, re- yeah, I remember yeah. that now. But it's like it's almost like an alternative. If there's lots of stuff where Mickey's lots of stuff, and the evil one is meant to be Oswald, but you realise he's not evil by mm. the end of it. But yeah, yeah. So Oswald isn't that. But then I know, I mean, a lot of things happened. And they've made new, they've made new cartoons of, of that, have they? Rabbit, right. Yeah. But He's then he, thing now. he had to like invent it. something else. So he yeah. said, I'm going to invent, I want to make a cartoon mouse and I'm going to call it Mortimer. And I think his wife, Lillian, said, mm, no, I don't like that. I'm not a big fan of Mortimer. And she was the one who came up with the idea and calling it Mickey Mouse. Do you know what's interesting is he was going to call it Mortimer, but it was um, he that even though he they moved away from calling it Mortimer, the name Mortimer stuck with them. And I believe I might be wrong in saying this, but I believe there's a kind of rat that tries to or some this other mouse or something that tries to is keeps as a recurring character amongst early Mickey cartoons. And that was tries called to take Mortimer Mini. So yeah, it was almost like the. The villain of the piece, yeah. then, yeah. All oh, right, but so. I, didn't know I might it. be wrong in that. All oh, right, no, but that. but certainly. Can you tell I've read you? the biography? I was going to read the biography for this. Episode. Yeah, I know you were. How I did that time. Go? It's just been. I've been so busy. Busy, busy, busy. It's up on the shelf. Maybe I'll read it after this. Well, I tend to do that. I end up reading a lot more after we've actually done it and realise I could have done a lot better. Uh, <laughs> so, so there was. I mean, you know, when you think about it now, I know all things. You know them as certain things, but. The thought that there wouldn't have been a Mickey Mouse and it could have been something different just doesn't sound right. Well, but then again, it, it's one of the intentions of the game. But yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's unreal. Mad, isn't it? So there was a couple of silent films of Mickey, 
but then, and this was very much how it seemed to work with with Walt Disney and Roy and the companies they were in. Then sounds started coming in and being used within these yeah. films. So they were very one style. Sorry, I was just going to say with the Oswald thing, yeah. the early Oswald thing, and um, very similar style. The early Mickey Mouse and the Oswald. That that's you can tell that the, the, by the same. Oh artist. yeah, 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 definitely. I've Can't seen you? I've seen certain ones from there. Um, so the sound was coming in. For, so they were the first ones to start using things like that as well, and always at the forefront of it all. So Steamboat Willie. Uh, was the one that used uh, a lot of music and a lot of sound within it yep. and was quite revolutionary for its for its time sort of thing. Um, Have you watched many of the old classic Mickey Mouse? I've stuff? watched a couple of bits, but nothing majorly. A lot of them are on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I may, may have to have a look at that. So that was Steamboat Willie. Uh, there's been many other films with the word Willy in the title. Oh, right. Um, like Free Willy? It's like Free Willy, Free Willy 2, The Adventure Home, Free Willy 3, The Rescue, the direct-to-video Free Willy, Escape to Pirate's Cove, Willy Wonka, Wee Willy Winky, and When Willy Comes, and finally Willy Dynamite. So now all the these new films, Willy Wonka films just called Wonka. It is. It? And I don't know and if it's going to do... that sounds a bit like the rude word. It, it it does, but I don't know if it's going to do as well because it hasn't got Willie in the title. Interesting. There was also a jockey called Willie, wasn't there? Willie Carson. Yeah. Um, and will he do it? Will he, won't he? Will he, won't the he? The guy I used to go to school with that was really indecisive. Yeah. Um, so, it, so he did that. <laughs> then he was doing the Silly Symphonies. Um, yes. And that gave him his first Oscar because, again... He was, they'd done a couple, I think, and they were doing one called Flowers and Trees. And they'd already done a, quite a bit of it. And then colour was starting to be introduced into these things. And he said, right, I want to redo it and I want to redo it with colour. And I, of course, that, you know, people weren't very particularly happy with that because they'd done so much work on it already. But they redid it in colour, won an Oscar. It was the first animated short that ever won an Oscar so again he's a trailblazer he's doing things and taking chances let's face it there was a lot of uh, when you see about the companies that were involved in and that he did take a lot of chances and it didn't always work out for him yeah yeah yeah, but eventually he's in that particular point so that's brought him on to things like 1937 when Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs because that, that was the first feature length. That wasn't was the it? first feature length one, and the rest and it, they say is history. And, so. and you can tell. That's only funny. Like if you if you look back at it now, it has aged, but it's still fantastic in the way it's been done and the, and the amount of work they would have gone got into it as well. Well, quite because the because you realise. I mean, drawing frame by frame. Isn't yeah, it? classically now. I mean, I know now there's they're able to do stuff on computer. There's still a lot of oh, technique lot of work, and still a lot of work goes into it, but. In um, fact, it's a different sort of. In fact, like even now, if someone, even if someone was to do a drawn, drawn frame by frame, it's still the same amount of work it used to be. Yeah, to an extent. It's Maybe just yeah, using, there is a, I a suppose it's just using different materials and different uh, medias and uh, mediums, I should say, and you know, but it's still an incredible amount of skill goes into these yeah. and imagination. Because so that's, that's what interesting. Sorry, when you look back at earlier Disney, early Disney things. And where they're all, um, because there's a lot of work that went into each individual thing, like uh, doing the background or 
animating something mm. frame by frame or something like that. You sometimes see things recycled, don't you? So you watch. Oh right, yeah. So films. I think that you've got something like uh, Jungle Book and Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Jungle Book and Winnie the Pooh is a classic uh, uh, example. Yeah, they show the same sort of frames. If you from do watch them side by side, the characters do the same thing. He walks over a log or yeah. whatever across something. And like so. sometimes the, the backgrounds are used again and stuff like that. Exactly, but then you know. It's an expensive thing to do. So that now we've got the Disney company. Now we've got uh, Disney pumping Walt, out. Walt Disney Company, was yeah. it called? Um, so you've got Snow White. And then there was you know, a succession of them, like Fantasia, Pinocchio, Dumbo, Bambi, Cinderella. These are classic stuff. Oh, quite often... Bambi's one of the few films that make me cry. Is well, it? It used to make me cry. Used to I make watched me it cry. They're going to make a live-action remake of that. Oh, that would be even worse, I'd imagine. Yeah. If you feel like you're looking at real animals. Yeah. Um, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland. Peter. Although I will say Lion King, Mufasa dying Lion King was never as bad as in the cartoon. Really? They didn't yeah, quite get the, the gravitas of it. The lions couldn't, like, you know, in, in the in the cartoon of it, yeah. the animation, uh, animation, you could, Simba, you could see how sad he was. He had facial expressions and stuff like that. But when they did live action, they wanted it to wouldn't look have live-like. Looked, it yeah, it wouldn't have looked like that, these no. expressions. Oh, that's true. Anyway, I don't on. think I've seen the live one. Um, so, yeah, Peter Pan, which is a particular favourite of mine. Uh, Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians. It just goes on. The Sword in the Stone. This is taken up to about 1963 now. Then there was quite a pivotal uh, one, and this used, like we talked about with the live action and animation and vice versa, Mary Poppins yes. in 1964, which was a huge point. It was a huge point because... because I mean, I know you're probably about to say this, but just from my own knowledge, um, it was Mary Poppins. There was a bit of an issue in terms of money and he wanted to fund a theme park. Mm. And so we've in fact, you can't really talk about Disney nowadays without people going, oh, the theme park or also think about the theme parks because there's loads across the world. But there was obviously the, the original one in Anaheim mm. um, uh, in California. And... To fund the theme park, they created the film Mary Poppins, and every single penny of that, of the money that went, that profit that was made from that film, minus obviously paying the staff members and the cast and stuff like that, but every single penny of profit that was made went directly into the creation of Disneyland, California, Mm. which is fascinating, really. But again, a real, um, that was a big risk to take. It was, yeah. Because he had a vision for these particular things. Um, they had a whole film about that one, didn't they? Called Saving Mr. Banks. Yes, because because the actual writer of um, Mary Poppins wasn't sold on the idea of of letting Disney use it and make the film. So I had to be convinced it in order to to let them have the rights to do mm. that. So you know, but that was a big pivotal point in the Walt Disney story sort of thing because that took although they continued you know, Jungle Book Aristocats Robin Hood Winnie the Pooh and then all the way up obviously I'm talking now past his death but um, you know they've continued to make these films they continue yeah, today yeah. to make these films because um, like Aladdin and, and Lion King and stuff like that they came up after, after he died yeah yeah uh, but even I think he he died in uh, 66 so uh, the Jungle Book was after he died yeah. but obviously 
you know, it continued this sort of thing that he was. It was the the um, a stream of of one arm of well, the Walt Disney Studios that they created these things. Um, he sent his artists off to school. They, you know, he, he was very. We talk about the technology in that and all all the stuff that was coming in, and he embraced it and brought it on board. But he was interested in the artists he had taking them off to different places in the world, taking them off to these schools so they could learn and they, they could yeah. continually improve what they did. Um, which really is why they continue to be so successful. I mean, I'm quite obsessed with looking at what they now talk about as Imagineers. Um, yeah. See, because... They they were never they were never normally called Imagineers. He he fondly called them Imagineers, and, and they actually were part of a separate company, weren't they? They were, yeah. Were part of Wed Industries. was Wed, it Wed? Yeah, W E D, yeah. Which I think stand for Walter Elias Disney. Yeah, no, it did. Yeah. But it just it was under a different name because he had Walt Disney Company, and he wanted Wed to be a bit separate. But that's where like a lot of the theme park stuff stemmed from as well. From Wed, it's basically just a bunch of people playing around in, in, a, in it, a it was a to a certain extent and although he was quite a taskmaster by the sound of it he did give people room to to create yeah and you know money as it is with things you get a company that there's not a lot of spare income or it doesn't appear to be that they can let people perhaps have projects that may not amount to anything but there was very much a, a sort of environment of people to push uh, the envelope, as they say, and, and and just go in different directions. So, I mean, he talks about the idea of playing with his girls, and he was mm-hmm. obsessed with railways, so he had this railway yes. track that went round there, and he's yeah. going there. But he a big he, one that he could sit on. Yeah, <laughs> he used to take them to parks, but he'd sit and watch them play. And he talks about wanting to be with them, playing with them, enjoying stuff with them, doing stuff with them, rather than just sitting and observing them enjoying themselves. And that's where apparently this was all born. We talked about the Mary Poppins profits. He got a lot of investors involved. He had to find a location. Uh, again, each time, these it's really... So you look at it and you think, how on earth are you going to do this? How on earth was this a good idea? So in terms of the location, what was interesting is he managed to jump ahead of the curve, didn't he? Because the location he'd chosen Anaheim was um, pretty... It was empty, for one. Yeah. <laughs> it was big empty, big empty bit. Um, away from all the main stuff, but it was part of a growing area yeah like not far from a growing area which meant that even though it was out the way for the time being by the it time it be. opened like, yeah. oh, but it wouldn't be for that long oh no no is, uh, no you're absolutely right so he, uh, he put it all together this was going to be disneyland uh disneyland opened on july the 17th 1955 um very chaotic by the look of it. I think yeah. it was a load of counterfeit tickets as well. Um, like, yeah, because they had too many people win, didn't they? Yeah, overrun with people because loads of people had tickets that had been forged. There was a gas leak, which meant a lot of the rides couldn't w- were able to be operated. The the water fountains weren't working, were they? They are. They you know melting pavements like because it was people so hot s- and they had sinking so, into yeah, the pavements. Um, but it was still a huge success. And people kept coming back again and again and again because it was different. There were other amusement parks, but it was something different about this one and uh, and the way he approached it. 
It got um, slated by reviews, though, didn't it? It did get slated by reviews, but... But the public the, enjoyed it. And that's the thing. The public just kept coming back. There was something about it. There was something different. There was and a lot I think, of people complaining that it wasn't finished either. And, and it then, wasn't to a huge degree finished. And, and he said, as long as there's still imagination in the world, uh, it would never be finished or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and in a way, that's a get-out clause, so it's always going to be and changing. And this is the thing. We've been, to, we've been to Disney parks. We've been to Florida and stuff like that a number of times, five times actually I have, but I know you've been there more. But um, that is, uh, there's always something new. There's always something being developed. There's always something being built. Um, and obviously pe- things being replaced as well, which people get very sen- sentimental about these things as well. Because even if you... We spoke about this earlier, and I know um, you've probably got more to say there, but in terms of his his legacy, because he, he died before the Florida project was completed. Well, that, However, that's... The, yeah, that's, no, that's that's exactly what I've got, Daniel. I mean, he died on the 15th of December, 1966, Age 65, and Disney World Florida opened the 1st of October 1971. But he, ha- he already had that vision for it. He already knew what he was going to do, but he wasn't alive for for the actual opening of it. Yeah, exactly. And he, he, yeah, like you said, he already had that that intention. But I think it's fair to say that the uh, the guy, though there may be historical things that can be a bit, um, I don't know. Well, he had certain views and certain well, things. Well, I'm not sure he did quite well, have people, the views. Yeah, but people over the years have said about certain aspects of his personality. Um, but but to be honest, it in the grand the, scheme of things, I think the legacy he's left, and granted that I think the Walt quite. Disney Company is very different from what he would have. Well, I think at the time he had he was forward thinking. We we've talked about Epcot and Epcot when the actual theme park Epcot was not supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be a community. It was supposed to be... What does it stand for again? I forgot. Oh, I can't remember. I should have looked that up. But basically, it was supposed to be this... Something of tomorrow. New age city of tomorrow tomorrow where people lived and and there was... was, Again, it was about recycling. It was about power from different elements, solar power and... There was well, all sorts of things that now we take for granted. Environment, as being experimental prototype, community of tomorrow. See, he always had this intention of this is this is what he wanted. So he did have the idea for Epcot, but not in its in its form that it ended up being. No. He had, had an idea of building a city of tomorrow. You can even see it in Magic Kingdom, can't you? A model yeah. of, of an idea of his city of tomorrow. Because he was, though he pushed for things in terms of how his parks ran and how yeah. things in industry went. For example, um, audio animatronics was a, was a first. So if you think about it, they've always been at the forefront of robotics yeah. to a certain extent. Um, he, he's always pushed for more. He always had this dream of having having his own uh, community and stuff like that or having an ideal community built. Now, in reality, it didn't work out exactly how he intended with Epcot because Epcot was turned into a theme park, but it still kind of shared some of his ideas. There was celebration that was built in, yes, in Florida that's, that's as an true. ideal community. As yeah. like an, as We've a, actually visited there, We have we? visited there. It, there's never, it never worked out quite as probably intended. Um, I think because they had to... I think eventually they had to sell it, but it was built as a Di- Disney and they made some money from it. Um, but yeah, it's... But the, f- the thing is with it is that um, obviously there's always going to be a battle between... Um, 
the ideas and the financial side of it and what is viable. And obviously, uh, over the years, I think Disney's been run by people that were more interested in the money. Mm-hmm. And then We could do a whole other episode on the, on the Walt Disney Company. Yeah, and uh, people that were more interested in pushing it forward and trying to maintain. I think it's gone through periods where it's not had the name uh, and the brand that uh, it once had. But I think nowadays... Um, all I'd say is he had an idea that you'd go into this park. I mean, when we talk about particularly the parks, if you go into this park and you, for a period of time in that day, everything around you disappears, all your worries, all your yeah, everything about that, you are somewhere that's not like no other place. And I've been to many amusement parks, but specifically Disney ones. You immerse yourself in it, and if you let yourself go, it can be an absolute incredible. And I love those places, and there is a feeling, and the people in it make it. The staff, they are very cast members. Cast members, sorry, they are very. Uh, they don't. I've never been somewhere like that where, for the entire time I've been there, I've never seen anybody falter. That's the thing with the cast members thing. It's. Um the whole the reason they call cast members not just employees, not just people who work, their staff, whatever. They call cast members because they are they are helping to build this experience for their visitors. And they do. And and every single employee of Disney, and that's not just the people in the parks, all of them are called cast members yeah. because they build this experience for their visitors, for the for the public, for Yeah. Everyone's part of this creation that is Disney, which I think is quite a, a nice thing. Um, I think they work hard. I mean, people do try to steer away from the word employees or associates, like even in my business, uh, employees or staff, because in my business they're called associates. But yeah, I don't even think they call my my work. They don't call it foot call soldiers. Us, yeah, but no, I I think they achieve uh, this feeling, this uh, this attitude, this uh, suspension of. Of uh, uh, the the actual believing what's around you and and actually as an adult going to a place like that and feeling like a child. Did you know Epcot opened on the first of October as well? I did not know a that. different year. Yeah, nineteen eighty two, but opened on the first of October as well. It's interesting. That excellent. Yeah. So there we are, and that's the point we're at now. And as you say, we'll probably talk a lot more about specifics and. Maybe even parks, particularly at other times, but certainly. For the time being, this is about Walt Disney, the person. And what he created. I think it's time for a little song. For a little song? Or, well. No, it is a, a little long song. song. Well, well, it depends How what you think. It? I think it's just over three minutes long. Just over ten, just over half uh, hour long. Yeah, it's an it's epic uh, sort of. Opera. No, it's a, it's a song that I've written. Uh, it's about... You wrote it. I did, yes. Yep. It's about a particular theme park. Which one? That he created, which ah. is Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Um, and about... Magic Kingdom. Well, it's not specific to whether it was Disneyland or Florida. Let's say reality, Florida because that's my experience. Danny really got referred to as Magic Kingdom after Magic Kingdom in Florida. Oh, right. Let's, let's say Florida. It doesn't really matter. But basically, it's about a, a feeling about 
immersing yourself in it, like I said. And uh, a little tongue-in-cheek knock at one of the particular rides. And it's called The Castle at the End of the Street. All right, I'll give you a listen. song now let's play a game play a game you want to yep, play a game play a game now um well i thought about we could have one where i could hold up cards with pictures on or or i could race you to the end of the garden yep or perhaps you know we'd have a sponsored um uh chest shaving or something like that yep but what i plumped for in the end was a multiple uh i've forgotten what we called it choice choice <laughs> i did this last week a multiple choice quiz ah right right 
We don't normally do those. No, no, we don't. So I thought I'd make, for a change, I'd do that. So do you want to play my sting what? for this particular one? Yeah, how many questions are there going to be? Ten. Ah, oh, I thought you might have done a hundred because Disney's hundred. No. Ship. Okay. Does he know his theme park facts? Or will he fall into our traps? I guess it's time for us to see Disney know he's Disney What a lovely sting. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed yeah, that I sting. Enjoy yeah, that sting. Well, actually, good, good. I quite like that sting. Yeah, it was a good sting, that. So. Very enjoyable. Disney know it or Disney not? Ah, as in do, does he know it or does he not? Yeah, like the sting. Like the sting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready for this? Yeah. Some of these are quite tricky, actually, because, you know, I don't know how much. So, what's your confidence level in terms of me in this quiz? Because well, I, I do, I have quite a lot of knowledge of the Disney. Walt Disney Company. Yeah, I don't know. I would I'd a solid five. Right, I think it. Yeah. I reckon you'll do better okay. than that. To be quite honest, a solid with you, five right? out of ten. Yeah. So you're predicting five out of ten. Yeah. Okay. What do you reckon? I'm gonna set my standards low and say one out of ten. Wow. <laughs> wow. But I reckon I'll get seven. I'm right. Aim for seven. Let's let's see who's I right. Aim for seven, but I reckon I'll get two. Oh, two now. You've gone yeah, up gone one. up. I'm feeling more confident. Right. Maybe okay. three. So let's start this then. Let's get the ball rolling. Question one. Walt, Mickey Mouse. Walt, oh. short for Walter, Disney, was given his first name for what reason? Was it A, it was his mother's maiden name? Was it B, he was born in a paddling pool, a water birth? <laughs> 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 so it's not that one. <laughs> or was it C? He was named after a minister friend of his dad. Uh, a minister friend of his dad. That is correct. He was named after Walter Parr. Walter Park. Uh, a, a, Walter <laughs> Park. Yeah. Uh, he was. He was a good friend of his uh, his dad's. Splash Mountain. Question two. That's one out of one. You've you've nearly re- meet your expectations already. Yep. Question two. Walt Disney's first feature-length animation was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, but the dwarfs' names changed several times through development. Which one of these was not a potential name? So, hang on. So, these ones... So... Are these real-life dwarfs? Are these the Snow, actual dwarfs? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs... Or small people. ...was written... And none of the dwarves had any names. But when they picked it up, Disney, they gave dwarf, the dwarves names. Yeah. But they gave them various different names over the period of time when they were developing it. They ended up, we all know what they ended up as, but which of these wasn't one of the original ones? Okay, so the ones you're listing me now are ones that... You wouldn't have heard of, probably. Okay. So none of these are going to be actual ones they ended up as? No. Okay. But one of these wasn't any of them. Okay. Go ahead. Wow. A. Burpee. B. Fluffy. C. Wheezy. Which one of those was not one of the dwarf's names in the development through that film? Fluffy. That is correct. Well done. Two out of two. That's it. Well, Might as well stop now. No, I upped it to three, didn't I? Oh, well. 
You keep saying things like that. Now, just before you started, I upset to three. Okay, question three. This might be a bit tricky. Similarly. What the word was yeah, going to be. Because I knew I can't say that very well. But the actual question's fine. Daisy Duck, Donald's longtime squeeze, had a. <laughs> cha- <laughs> <laughs> I right. don't know why I added that in. Uh, <laughs> had a change of name. What was she originally called? Was she called A. Donna? Was she called B. Debbie? Or was she called C. Crispy? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think I know which one it's not. <laughs> okay, so was it? Which one do you think it wasn't before I give it away? Okay. So was it Donna Duck or was it Debbie Duck? Uh, Debbie Duck. Oh, no. It was Donna Duck. I thought that's too close to Donald. Yeah, I know. I think that's why they changed it. Maybe that's why they changed it. Question four. Walt Disney made many profound statements in life, but which one of these did he not, did not pass his lips? That we know of. That we know of. A. Disneyland will never be completed. It will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world. I don't think that one was said. <laughs> I'm joking. B. There is nothing funnier than the human animal. Or C. The haunted mansion is built on an ancient Indian burial ground, so the ghosts are very real. Which of those did he not say? Was it Disneyland will never be completed? It will continue no, to grow? No, it's, it's not. That one he did say. Okay, so is it that he said there is nothing funnier than a human animal or the haunting mansion is built on an ancient Indian burial ground so the ghosts are very real? I think there was something along the lines of him trying to actually say to people, no, the ghosts are real in the, um, in the haunted mansion. Um... There was something along those lines that they tried to do. So you think the thing he didn't say was there is nothing funnier than a human animal. I'm going to have to push you. No, I'm going to say he didn't say the ancient burial ground one. You're going to say he didn't say the ancient burial That is correct. He didn't say that. So that is three out of four. But I do think he did say something about the ghosts being very real. He did say something about ghosts. But he didn't say anything about an ancient Indian I just don't think I've heard the one. I believe if he'd have said that, they'd have been in a bit of trouble as it was anyway. He said something about it. The ghosts are very real because yeah. of something though. Yeah, but it wasn't to do with an Indian burial ground. Right, question five. Which of these celebrities did not work at Disney? A, Steve Martin. B, Kevin Cosner. C, Kevin Bacon, which of those did not work at Disneyland? Disneyland, because Disneyland. Steve, Steve Martin has worked for Disney. He's been in films. Yeah, no, worked and shows. at Disneyland. So one of these didn't work there. Steve Martin, Kevin Costner, Kevin Bacon. I can't remember what Kevin Costner looks like. Kevin Costner, Robin Hood. We were talking about it the other day because of sadly that tree being oh, cut yeah. down. Um, 
He's been in loads of things, Kevin. Kevin Bacon. That is correct. Steve Martin, uh, eight years when he first, uh, which he first opened. When it first opened, yep, he was eight years there. He sold guidebooks at Frontierland. That's what I said. He sold and worked <laughs> as a magician at the magic shop on Main Street. He looks like a magician. Kevin Costner was a tour guide on the Jungle Cruise. See, isn't it mad though that he um, that he well that actually makes sense for an actor to work as a tour guide on the yeah, Jungle yeah. Cruise. And he actually his first wife was Snow White in in Disneyland. Oh. So he met her and married her. I don't think he was and married. And um, But Steve Martin, yeah, he, he suits a magician, actually. But isn't it weird how they, they go on, and Steve Martin's worked with Disney a lot of times. Yeah. As, as as how they kind of stick, they still got respect for the company. Yeah, still got a relationship with the company, yeah. but started... But for example, Only Murders in the Building, he's doing at the moment. Is, and that's Disney as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think yeah. the final episode's tomorrow. Not tomorrow, sorry, Tuesday. Question six. What was Walt Disney's favourite attraction at Disneyland? Mm-hmm. Was it Pirates of the Caribbean? Was it the Disney Railroad? Or was it the Haunted Mansion? He loved trains, so I'm just going to go Disney Railroad. Unfortunately, he did love trains, but that wasn't the answer. It was Pirates of the Caribbean. He was interviewed just before his death and said the one with the pirate ships and cannons... Talking about a ride that was in development because it was always the next thing for him. Ah, oh, fair enough. Right, so that's why he did that. So it was in development, it wasn't actually made yet. So was it really his favourite ride? That's what he said because he would never say a ride that was already there. So it, was a, it, it wasn't a trick question as such, but it was... Like, a trick question. Uh, <laughs> question seven. Walt Disney... How many had, have I got right so far? Uh, do you want me to just Should check? Just do it at the end or... I'll do it now. Uh, one, two, Why do three, four. Stop doing Jackson. Four. Yeah, yeah. Four. You got four out of six at the moment. Okay. Walt Disney had two daughters. What were their names? Was they? Bob was adopted. Sharon and yeah, but that was not her name. <laughs> oh, right. Sharon and Tracy. B. Sharon and Diane. C. Diane and Charlie. Um. Oh. So Sharon and Tracy. Sharon and Tracy. No, it was Sharon and Diane. Uh, That's four out of seven. Question eight. Why was Disneyland closed on November the 23rd, 1963? Was it A, JFK, John Kennedy, Jack Kennedy had died the day before, so they closed as a mark of respect? Was it B, they found a giant turd in the It's a Small World ride? (laughs) (laughs) Or C, a group of pirates held a demonstration outside the gates as they were upset of how they were being portrayed in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Stop knocking your mic. Sorry. Um, Aye. Aye, that is correct. Uh, So that's five out of eight. What did you say, seven? Uh, Dad's got his tablet today instead of his normal paper, hence the reason he keeps knocking it more. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So this is a penultimate question, and you could still get seven out of ten if you get the next two right. 
Question nine. What does every Disney princess actress have to do before becoming a princess? Is it A, they have to work in one of the Disney outlets for a week? Is it B, they have to wear the costume 24-7 out of sight performing other tasks? Or is it C, they have to don a furry non-face costume for weeks to learn their trade? Um, so do they have to work in the outlet outlets? Do they have to wear the costume twenty four seven, but out of sight of the that's, car? No, they don't. Have to or wear do they have to don a furry costume for weeks to learn their trade? Right. Can we just clarify? Try not to use the fur- term furry costume. Why? <laughs> do you know? Well, do you know what furries are? Uh, clearly not. No. Okay. All right. We'll have to have a conversation afterwards, but right. it's a fetish thing. Oh, is it? Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, oh, they have to go in one of the costume ones. The full full costumes. What? So they have to don a furry non-face costume for weeks to learn their trade? Yeah. That is correct. They do. So you've got six out of nine. They refer to themselves as friends of like... If, they're, if they play Cinderella at the park, they go, I'm, I'm a friend of Cinderella. Is what they have to say is their job role. What, when they're playing Cinderella? So not as they're Cinderella. When they're Cinderella, they're Cinderella. But if anyone asks what their job role is, like what they what they do in the parks, they have to refer to it as, I'm a, or like, I'm a friend of Cinderella. Okay. Question 10. What was Walt Disney's favourite song from his films? Was it A, the unbirthday song from Alice in Wonderland? Was it B, A Pirate's Life from Peter Pan? Or was it C, Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins? Feed the Birds. That is correct. Seven out of ten. I think I've seen ten. a clip of him singing it. Huh? I think I've seen a clip of him singing it or something like that. And that is the end of my little Walt Disney Disneyland quiz so i was actually quite accurate like with my guesses how many i'd get well yeah because because you said you'd get one two three or seven yeah and you got seven yeah so and i also well. got the other ones what one two and three yeah yeah i guess so but yes uh yeah well done no you've done well there thank you i tried to make it more uh tricky Walt disney and less my passion, which is sort of Disney World, Disneyland sort of thing. So, but yeah, you've done well there. Seven out of ten. Thank Congratulations. you. Thank you. That's quite Put all that right. Putting one on my CV. You do that. Yep. Right. That's it then for another week. It is. It is indeed. Um, just quickly. Yeah. If anyone does want to send a message to us, they can do so on the website, fatherandsunday.com and go to the contact us page or they can email us at Contact us at fatherandsundays.com. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm very careful with that one now. Yeah, I know <laughs> you are. Yeah, I was just waiting for you to do it again. The web, the website has a lot of great things on there, but it includes all the episodes. And you can get all the episodes in the chosen podcast platform. We're available on pretty much all of them. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reds, uh, what, uh, not WhatsApp, I was about to say WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Uh, we're available on those. Like, follow, share. Uh, tell your best friends nan about us i will do um oh i I imagine we are quite 
out there on social media? Nope. No? But... Uh, Is that going to get better? Uh, yes. Okay, then. That's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I, I am concerned about that. But I... Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, next week, are we going to talk about next week or uh, the next episode? We like to say episode. the next episode because... Just in case. Just in case. Well, I know what it is. I don't. I'm just wondering if you do. I'm waiting to see the fear in your eyes when you notice ah, what it is. I remember what it is now. Okay. So the next episode is at this point intended to be fantasy. So we're talking about the genre fantasy. So, so we'll maybe. be talking about our favourite things and films and such, but also... Maybe even write our own fantasy stories. I think that will definitely happen. Yep. <laughs> I'm looking at you now. So I'll write free. You'll will you? Maybe. Well, I don't think you should I think you should rein that in a slightly because I'll write at least about one. How, yes, there you go. Uh, and I will be writing one and we shall review them on the next one. So it's goodbye from me. Bye. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.